and welcome back to the Fresh Slate Podcast. Where we discuss all things self-development, good vibes, and all that good stuff. <laughs> I was gonna, I was like thinking in my head about Jonathan Van Ness, like, serving growth, serving self-development, serving good vibes, serving, I don't know. No, you're accurate, very accurate. That's yeah. exactly what we do. I'm Tyrese. And I'm Meg. And today we're gonna be discussing fear. But first... Why don't we talk about our goals from last week? Mm-hmm. Why don't you start this time, Meg? Okay. So last week my goal was to basically script more, which is like journaling um, with the law of attraction and manifestation in mind. So basically just like journaling in a future tense so that your current state can align for that future state to come into fruition. So I did better, and I was pretty consistent But I also didn't force it. Like, I didn't do it every day because I didn't always feel like it. Um, But I did it a good amount of the days, I want to say. Like, I had, like, a little tracker. Journaling is so hard. It's so hard to do it every day. And for people who are in that habit, I'm just in awe of them. Well, I have to get into a good state of mind, first of all. Exactly. If I have a terrible day, even though I should write about it to, like... I have to meditate first, listen to some music. Really? Something. Not always. I Mm -hmm. mean, sometimes I just have... A good day. Also, I never really write about what happens during the day. Really? That's I never all do. I write about. You're kidding. I love it because, yeah, I like to look back and see, like, this is what happened that day and this oh, is no, how but it made I remember. me feel. Well, oh, oh, really? Okay. Okay. So, I guess I'll explain, like, the reason I stopped journaling and could never do it when I was younger is because I would get into bad, like, thought patterns about what happened during the day or I'd be writing it and it would just seem so boring because mm-hmm. I'm not the best writer like I enjoy it I liked English growing up but like just you know I can't make boring things sound interesting like I went to this class and then this happened I talked to this person oh yeah I don't narrate every detail so instead I just talk about things that are in my mind a lot Mm -hmm. like one day I'll just sit down and be like listen like this relationship with this person is really weird and just like flesh it out for like a few pages okay or I'll be like I'm feeling weird about like a few weeks ago and this has happened a lot lately but just like I've written about how I feel with my like place with music right now Mm -hmm. and how it's like been stressing me out and how I can kind of change that and get that back to a place of uh, it being a fun hobby expression and fun and not like adding more stress to my plate so like I'll just talk about whatever I'm feeling right okay Um, but then it also usually correlates with what's going on in my life Mm -hmm. you know like, if something happened, then I'll mention it, but not, like, in detail. Yeah. So, so, so you did better at that Yeah, but anyways, that was better. And also, I didn't force it, is what I'm saying. Like, don't make it a chore if you're having a hard time getting right. back into journaling or starting. Mm-hmm. Just, like, make it something that you enjoy and are, like, in the right state of mind for. Yeah. So, so my goal from last week, um, I realize now that it was not really a goal. My It was more of a mindset. It was, like, yeah. be okay with not being okay which I realized like in college you're not okay a lot of the time mm-hmm. <laughs> just because there's so much going on especially right mm-hmm. now it's just so overwhelming um but uh so did my mindset change mm-hmm. um a little bit it's like I'm okay with not being okay but I still don't want to feel like that like I realize that it's something that you have to that I have to move through but right. I try and expedite the process by like oh everyone send me good vibes everyone send me like something good or something yeah. you know like oh I was just in class I just rather had, than sitting with it and yes, allowing it to exactly. like cycle through it's tough tough stuff 
to, to think about, you know? No, yeah, definitely. Especially because mindset shifts can take exactly. longer than a week. Yeah. And can also take some sort of realization that comes through something that happened to you or something you went through, too. Mm-hmm. Like, more than just, like, being like, oh, now I'm going to change this way that, like, right. is a part of me that I think this way, you know? Exactly. Like, it's hard. Okay, I think my goal for this week, which... This week is Thanksgiving, so I'm going to be seeing my family and stuff. But I know I'm going to have, like, a lot of time alone, too. You know, just not doing schoolwork and with friends or anything. So I think my goal is going to be to start doing some stuff, especially since we're talking about fear this week. Just start doing some stuff that I have been putting on, like, this, like, major, like, goal game plan thing. You know, there's things that I need to set up for making these goals of mine possible yeah so you're but t- i've just been procrastinating them because okay. i'm scared that they're not going to be able to happen my goal is just going to be to break that barrier and mm-hmm. at least start just like yeah act on something take the time to do something that yeah. you want i see exactly okay. that's good it's baby steps but right that's gonna be my goal yeah <laughs> i think mine for this week is to do some actual self-care mm-hmm. like we talked about last week I've just been in this in like a very strange yeah. like liminal space right now mm-hmm. and I think it's mostly because the end of the semester is coming up and you know so um, I'm staying home for thanks or staying here for Thanksgiving so mm-hmm. um, I I'm gonna take some time for myself clean my room get my exactly. things in order so that I can just have a coast smooth yeah coast yeah. into winter break that's my goal is to do actual self-care and just That'd like let myself relax for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about fear today. Why don't you kind of give them a rundown of what fear can look like? Okay, so I think fear, when we think of fear, we first think of phobias, fear of roller coasters and yeah. different trying new things, different stuff like that. But a few forms that I wrote down that I thought of are procrastination, you know, just like putting off because you're afraid that you're not going to do well or whatever. Um, perfectionism, like wanting to be in control all the time mm-hmm. and not embracing that uncertainty of something slightly going wrong just resistance to like change and then just like being insecure in yourself and doubting yourself uh and then also i think this is the most common the last one i put down is fear of failure which i think everybody deals with honestly yeah yeah but like for me i think fear is like an illusion in the mind it's something that we just created it's such a strange concept yeah Especially like there's so many fears that are tangible. Yeah, there's so many fears that are innate within us as Mm -hmm. humans. Like we're afraid of the dark. Yeah. Some people are afraid of heights. And it's to protect us too. Yeah, like a lot of times fear is to protect us, but Mm -hmm. that's a really good point actually. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's to protect us. But sometimes I think we're overly careful with ourselves. Like, oh, definitely. And, and I think that's where fear becomes a hindrance like to your lifestyle. Parent, like yes. Mind, like, oh, oh, helicopter parents. Can we talk mm-hmm. about them for a hot second? Sure, I sure. My mom was not a helicopter parent. Mm-hmm. Like, only in some aspects she was, like, very, yeah. we need to focus on this. And, you know, but helicopter parents can be so unhealthy for the child because then they don't get to learn their own limits, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think for at least in my family, it was very much, like, very backseat for a lot of things mm-hmm. and then very helicopter for certain things. But it's good to, like, be aware of your own mind exactly. helicopter parent. It's, like, too much, too much fear mm-hmm. leads to, like, being a helicopter parent or helicoptering Staying yourself. In, exactly. Or But too little fear will wind up getting you hurt. How can we find a perfect balance? Yeah. Well, 
that, and that's something that I'd like to discover today. I mean, I obviously still struggle with fear. Yeah. Like, holding me back from things. Anxiety manifests mm-hmm. itself, like, like fear, you know? So... Exactly. I think, like, the things that scare us the most, though, are the things that we want the most. Yeah. Like... Oh, totally. Like, that's how it is with music for me. It's just, like, I want so badly to be good and to, like, yes. be able to express myself. So then... I have such bad stage fright because I know that's something I want for myself. Because you want to be so good in front of these people. Because I want it so bad. But, like, the people that don't care just, like, don't really feel that way as much. No. Um, And it can be the same way with, like, certain endeavors. Like, you're just so afraid that you're going to fail. That shows you. Like, that's, like, your sign that you Mm -hmm. care a lot about it. Yeah. And that it's something that you should do, which I think is hard. Mm, Yeah, so our overall statement there is, like, Fear is healthy. A healthy amount of fear is good. You don't mm-hmm. want to be fearless, even though that's something like media and music portrays mm-hmm. as like, be courageous, go head first into everything. No, no, <laughs> no. you shouldn't do that. That's probably bad. Um, no, yeah. Because yeah. it is like a good amount of Yeah, if you don't fear heights, then what's stopping you from jumping off jumping a cliff? Jumping off a cliff. You know, oh. A cliff, not a clip. A cliff. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I think it's like an inevitable feeling that we all feel. But then you have the choice. Like you have the choice to control your thoughts. Take the control back. Take the power back. Let's talk about that. How can you recognize what is a healthy amount of fear and Mm. what is like hindering you? What is too much or too little? I think, okay, so I actually have done this journal prompt exercise before. And it's not my personal one. Um, I found it from the blog Lavender, if you want to know. Um, but I'm not sure if she, like, invented it. But basically, it's fear setting is what it's called. So instead of, like, goal setting, it's fear setting. Mm-hmm. So basically, you make, like, a little table. I did this when I was changing my major, actually. Okay. But, like, you list out your fears on the left, the worst-case scenarios. So if it's stage fright, like, the worst-case scenario would be, like, I forget my words, I throw up, I slip in my heels... I make a fool of myself, whatever. And then on the right side, you would write what you would do to bounce back from that. So like Mm -hmm. what you would do to rectify the situation and move on. So then you're like, I would just, you know, sing the other verse. I would exit the stage gracefully. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, stumble back up and make it like a cute little thing. I love that. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that. Especially like for us as like performers, you know. Exactly. It's like, it's it's probably, it's so comforting to have that sort of backup plan. Like, And it could be bigger stuff too, like career plans. Totally. Yeah. Wow. And then the last like question after you write how you could bounce back from it, you say like, would I survive? if this scenario happened. Mm -hmm. Because if you're talking about, like, free solo rock climbing, then, like, yeah, the worst-case scenario is you could die. So maybe that's something you should consider. But, like, if it is, like, a career choice or something, you will still survive at the end of the day, and you'll still, like... It's not the end of the world, right? right? And so just being aware of that and then making a plan and feeling more in control of, like, what you could do if that happened. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, a small chance... Anyways, right. you know, to like remind yourself, this isn't like the most common thing mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah, so, for sure. I don't know. I think writing it out just I like love that. Yeah. I solidifies. Need to, I like, really need to start doing that, actually. I'm going to cry because that's something that I've been oh, thinking about a lot yeah. this week. I have this like innate fear just of for the intimacy. Future. No, oh, of intimacy. Yeah. Like, not like intimacy in a sexual way, but just like one on one people skills because I like 
I hate I small totally talk. Get that. I hate small talk, and so that stresses me out. Number yeah. one, and then just this idea of someone seeing more in me than I see in myself just really freaks me out. Mm-hmm. Or like having someone rely on me that much, yeah. you know. And so that's something that I really think I want to take to is kind of writing writing that down and saying like, what is the worst that could happen? I totally Will you survive get that. it? That's oh wow, I'm. Try not to cry, but... No, I totally get that. Like, that's been a huge journey for me, and I'm still struggling with it. I Mm -hmm. honestly feel like I get more awkward as the days progress. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. But, like, no, I feel that because I've always had the worst eye contact, Mm -hmm. and I figured out that it's, like, me. I can't even look at you right now, but, like, (laughs) I figured out it's because I genuinely, like, sometimes am not even comfortable with myself and think if Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at them, they can't see me. Right. Because, you know, like, when I struggle with acne and, like, when I struggle with just, like, feeling ugly all the Mm -hmm. time, it's, like, you don't want them to be able to see you. Like, or I would, like, take off my glasses and be, like, LOL. (laughs) They're blurry. I'm blurry, too. Like, (laughs) you know, like, literally just, like, not being comfortable with it. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, intimacy. I totally get that. Yeah. Just, like, on a level of vulnerability mm -hmm. and opening yourself up. Yeah, I think that's a lot of, like, these days a lot of people's fear stems from that. Mm -hmm. You know, so many, we live in an age where intimacy issues are like a huge issue because well because we got that stimulation from the internet yeah exactly like people bear their souls on the internet yeah you know and so and that intimacy is eliminated from texts exactly but then in person it's like so it's a very different feeling and that's why it scares us you know and so there's it's there's no good way to work through it except i just i just love that idea of like fear setting and just saying mm-hmm. okay what is the worst that I, that could happen if, and like, I, what would if I this do person looks at me and smiles and I look back at them and smile you know there's yeah. no there's no bad things that could come from that mm-hmm. other than them thinking you're interested if you're not you know there's mm-hmm. you know that's just such an interesting thing to think about and I'm so glad you brought it up yeah definitely another question I wrote down is like asking yourself if the thoughts that you're having are rational mm-hmm. and like tangible like evidence-based thoughts yeah or if it's really just not based mm-hmm. in anything realistic which i think is a broad statement but for sure yeah it's a good question to ask for different circumstances yeah, I mean, that can, of fear that, that can be difficult for some people though because oh, most uh, definitely. like they like discredit themselves and be like oh no that's not rational when like well it is rational yeah, it's just it can be you valid. have to in, if you're going to ask that question you have to be able to remove yourself from the situation and step back oh, and say that's so true objectively yeah. is this something that could hurt me is this something is this a fact is yeah. this, or is this some like what if scenario? You know? That's so true. Actually, another part of the journal prompt you just reminded me that I didn't write down is like uh, looking at it from the perspective of others. Mm-hmm. So I guess if it doesn't work for every single scenario, yeah. But um, looking from the perspective of others, so like taking yourself out of the situation, so that you can be like, oh, what would my parents think? What would so and so think? Would they be affected by it, or does it only affect my life? And yeah. a lot of times the answer is it only affects you. So then in that case, like, I don't know, I just think that's something else to consider mm-hmm. is like, you're not really impacting right. anyone else. So, but if you are going to like impact your significant other with like something that you're afraid of doing or something, then like that's something to consider. But yeah, for sure. I don't know. I think <laughs> it's very complex, I guess. Yeah, fear. <laughs> we took on a, a hard topic today. It's we like, did. cause it's like, we can't talk about, here's how you overcome it because like we yeah. have we have it ourselves there's no you know? like 12 step 
guy. No, like, exactly. Like, and also, I just it's something. It's more tangible when you talk mm-hmm. about it and when you spend that time thinking about fear as a concept rather than something that's as like an illusion. Yes, in your but, mind. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a social construct. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real. Like when you when you talk about it as a concept, it just becomes this thing that you're like, oh yeah, we all have it. It's there, yep. you know. Rather than like me s- sitting in my room thinking like. I have this fear of intimacy, like, there's no way I could ever overcome right. it, when right now we're talking about it, and I'm like, you know what, this is a concept, there are, ta- there are some steps that I can take mm-hmm. to, like, kind of keep it in check, it'll never be eliminated, but I can, I can work on it. Yeah, exactly, and I think it's also hard that we took on this topic in any really epi- episode that we've done, Yeah, is because, like, our worldview is very, like, limited and different from many listeners, maybe, right. and their fears may just be, like, out of the realm of what we're talking about. But I think for most, like, self-doubt and, like, things Mm -hmm. that we're speaking to... Do you just, like, mean, like, where we are as people, like, in our journey in general? Yeah, worldview, yeah. I mean, where we live shapes that culture, where we go to school shapes that. Mm -hmm. Our parents, like, our upbringing, our nurture shapes that. I'm just saying. No, It's kind of hard to, like, pinpoint, like, this is how you do it. These are the three steps. Yeah. Maybe, like, you got this because you never know. No, it's But I think it's definitely a really good starting point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, I think a big thing with fear is understanding that you have power over your thoughts and that you Mm -hmm. can control that. So, I don't know, just, like, not labeling it as, like, oh, I have this lack in my life, like, I need something more, like, I'm so afraid of, like, doing this and stepping out of my comfort zone, but instead being, like, I have this potential, I am capable, like, even if other people, if I think other people don't think I'm capable, I know I am, and, like, I don't know, just shifting it to a more positive, less of, like, a lack-centered thing Mm -hmm. to more of, like, what you can do and what you are capable of. Yeah. Even if it's not, like, your wildest dreams that, like, you're able to do, mm-hmm. just taking that first step. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about fear as a driving force. As a driving force? Uh, yeah, like, for your dreams, you know. like oh, true. Your dreams are something that you're so afraid of. It's the yeah. thing you're most afraid of achieving. Like, yeah. my dream would be to, like, be a famous singer, you know, or yeah. whatever. And I'm so scared of that happening mm-hmm. because, like... Number one, if that happens, what will I work towards next? If, if that's my dream come true, then, then I'm scared of like, oh my gosh, I won't have anything to motivate me or push me forward. Oh, but yes, you will. Uh, yeah, You'll be well, able to work towards the next album, the next tour, the <laughs> right, next. Right, right, like, yeah, I oh, guess. Yeah. But it's like, that, that comes with any dream. Like, but you feel like you would like have arrived and y- then it would feel Yeah, exactly. Different. You know, So I think Definitely. like fear as a driving force, it's so good, but it's so... Mm-hmm tough because it like it like pulls you back it pushes you forward but it also pulls you back in some ways you know oh, what I it mean? definitely does that make sense? holds you back yeah but it does signal you towards like what you really want yeah i just think fear is the reason that we do a lot of things you know what i mean like, oh fear of being judged yeah fear of exactly being a failure mm-hmm. to our parents i mean all growing up a lot of like what i did in school and how i function as a human being was fear of like mm-hmm you know, disapproval from my parents, right. family, or, you know, friends. Failure <laughs> as a fear is the worst one. It's Honestly, the hardest. yeah. It's because, like, you can fail at literally everything, and mm-hmm. that's how you learn. But if you're scared to do that, you don't learn, and mm-hmm. then it holds you back, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, that's how, that's how I feel about school sometimes is I'm so scared to, like, 
get an F on something. Then you're like, why should I even try? Yeah. And self-sabotage comes in then. Exactly. Which I found myself doing before. Even this uh, semester, I would like put off projects that I knew I wasn't wasn't my strong suit Mm -hmm. I would be like ooh like maybe if I just push it to the last minute then like I'll be able to like muster some like motivation motivated and like muster some like last minute creativity which is a real thing that's me doing an essay a 1500 word essay tonight tonight. right after this (laughs) so yeah, but then, like, if you do bad, then you're like, oh, it's completely fine, I didn't study, mm-hmm. or it's completely fine, because I did it in an hour, or yeah. whatever it may be, so I think that's also hard, mm-hmm. the procrastination, procrastination fear, so many Dude, concepts life is hard, oh my, gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, why didn't we choose to talk about this? So, y'all, if you're listening right now, there's no way you can fully overcome fear. Yeah, it's definitely inevitable. We're all going to feel it. It's part of, like, the emotional spectrum that we are going to experience. As humans, yeah. It's like, I'm going to avoid sadness for my entire life. Yeah, exactly. No, you're not. You're not really going to avoid it, but there are ways to cope with it better. So coping with fear. Coping. Yeah. Coping. Yes. Yeah, but, like, coping with fear, I feel like, is a thought pattern shift and a mindset shift. And I feel bad because I say this. All the time. But it takes time. But it really is true. Yeah. Yeah. And mindset shifts. Yeah. Mindset... Oh my gosh. (laughs) Mindset shifts take so long. Yeah. It's... But it's so rewarding, especially looking back... And being aware is the first step. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Looking looking back back. on like where I was at this time last year, my priorities were so different. And it's like, I was like, I need to get a boyfriend so I can have a college relationship. And Mm -hmm. like now I'm like, I have to do what I do for myself. Mm -hmm. I cannot put all that pressure on someone else, nor Mm -hmm. do I want to, you know, it's like, no one can be everything for you. Yeah. It's like once you, once you really like are able to shift that mindset, you Mm -hmm. see things in such a different way. Like freshman year, I was definitely not in the headspace. Oh. whatsoever to like maintain so a relationship or whatever year. oh yeah you yeah, know yeah. but now that my mindset has shifted and you're like more emotionally intelligent yeah exactly say. not that you weren't then but like but, you totally have grown like, yeah you, we've both yeah grown. when you take that time to just like work on yourself mm-hmm. then you can look at things in a different way because like now i see a relationship and had you as, been like, in a relationship something maybe on the side you wouldn't have been able to grow in that way no like, absolutely been able not. to step out of it and think for yourself mm-hmm. kind of thing which I think is hard. Yeah, everything happens for a reason, which sounds Definitely. so cliche. So cliche, I just, but like, I it totally it does. I do too. Yeah. So we already said fear is inevitable, right? Something I heard was action dissolves fear. I have this in like my notes that it's like okay. a billion miles long of just things I've heard that I like. Yeah. But it's basically like feeling the fear, understanding it and like recognizing it, but then doing the thing anyway, like mm-hmm. going for it anyway. So I just feel like when I have been scared of things that I like wanted, then when I like make external progress, when I make actionable steps, then my internal mind and like the chaos of like my thoughts and everything quiets down a little bit. Okay. And my fear kind of lessens. Basically like external progress helps the internal chaos settle down a little bit. Amen. I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) I never would have even had that thought, but that is so emotionally wise. No, yeah, but, like, if you're not taking action and just, like, sitting back and being, like, oh, I can't do that. I'm it just, just festers. Not, I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. It just gets worse. It just, your thoughts will take over. Your feels with fears will take over your potential and, like, the mm-hmm. possibility for whatever it is that you want. 
Yeah, it's like the possibility for success is almost always much greater than the possibility of failure, you know. Especially Failure when in the catastrophic way that we as humans, like, turn it on itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And especially when it's your, like, own definition of success. Because if you're, like, trying to follow some, like, societal norm of success or your parents' idea of success it's going to be harder for you. Like, just follow what you feel is right for you and, yeah. like, what you see for your future. Okay, so I feel like a good ending note for this is to shift from fear to love. So shift from that... <laughs> things. It's kind of what we talked about with the helicopter parent. They love you so much that they have such fear that you won't succeed. Mm-hmm. That love is just saturated in fear. Right. So I feel like if you're thinking about like parenting yourself in that sense and being that helicopter parent to yourself with that fear, try to shift that back to love. Try to shift that back to a supportive but not controlling mm-hmm. yeah. inner parent. <laughs> yeah, like if, if you're yeah. scared to like try out for the basketball team, oh, exactly. you know. I love basketball, so I'm going to do this for myself mm-hmm. so I can have what I love. Or, or like I can move do on from that job that's like making your yeah, life Yeah, this job is making or... me feel terrible, so I'm going to move on yeah. to a job that I love so I can love my life again. Yeah, so I just think making that shift and then also embracing the uncertainty and embracing like the wildness and the chaos of life, you know? Yeah. Just trusting in the Nothing universe. is going to go as planned. Everything will work out in the end. If you put in the time and if you understand what you yeah, want. Yeah, you can put your fate in the universe, but I think more importantly, in yourself. you have to put your fate in yourself, yes. in your own hands. You yes. know, you got to make these moves if you want to make them. And yes. if that's how it's meant to go, then that's how it's meant to go. You know, yeah. whatever you, way you believe, whatever you believe in, you have all the tools to make mm-hmm. things for yourself. Yes. You know? Give the power back to yourself because there's nothing to fear but fear itself. Period. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. Perfect. For our read, watch, listen this week, read your pattern. Mm-hmm. The app, the pattern. The, app, the pattern. It's crazy how accurate it gets. That sounds like it's sponsored. It's not, unless they want <laughs> it to be. Unless they want it to. That's hilarious. Yeah, because a lot of people talk about CoStar. That's another app if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the pattern better because I feel yeah. like it's more accurate. Yeah. Um, exactly the pattern I feel like doesn't update as often no I think they're getting better about it I've really? been getting like three okay. notifications like just because so much oh, is going on oh I don't on. have notifications that's oh, maybe okay, why yeah. I just notice when I check it um, it actually has like time stamps or like dates where something will go through but it's funny because even if I read the same thing like a week later mm-hmm. the same thing that's still happening because it like goes through like you know, the 28th of November or something, yeah. for example, then it still resonates. So mm-hmm. it's like... For sure. It's it really app. got me. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but it talks about, like, your individual pattern, and then it talks about, like, what's going on with the new moon. Yeah, and you can... And then, like, the world like, update as well. Yeah, and you can add your friends to see how your life is lining up with theirs. It's, like, pretty cool. It's yeah. I think it's pretty accurate. Yeah. It's all about transits and astrology and stuff, but mm-hmm. not blatantly. And I think that's so true. It's not like straight up like, this is happening, you're going to find a lover today. And it's like, okay. like It's like, here's something to ruminate about because here's kind of what we think is going on in your life. Exactly. It's more vague and it allows you to like feel in control and not feel like, oh, all these things are going to happen. It's not like the horoscopes that like make you, you know, scared or like excited 
for no reason because right. maybe that's not where you're at at like in no Wayman, yeah so. they just say like people tell me like I'm I quit using that app because it was too accurate mm. you know so yeah and for the watch I don't know if you have a watch too but my watch Mm-mm. is the pursuit of happiness my favorite movie I want to watch it this weekend but I'll get too sad so don't Aww. watch it if you don't want to be sad but it's a great it movie it's uplifting yeah. it's uplifting but it's about hardships yeah it's gotcha. starring Will Smith chef's kiss Okay, and then for listen, I have this podcast that I've been listening to for a while. It actually helped me with more intentional consumption, like we talked about a few episodes ago Mm -hmm. with Parker. They have so many episodes. I mean, they've been going since, like, 2016, but I just love, like, they have so many different topics that you can choose from, and... It's basically all surrounding the idea of, like, minimizing things in your life that are stressful and, like, bring you pain. (laughs) And then that sounds so intense. And just, like, things in your life that are excess. And then allowing space for self-love and Mm self-discovery and growth. And so I think it's very in line with... What is it called again? The Minimalist Podcast. The Minimalist Podcast. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's very in line with what we talk about here, too. Sweet. Sweet. All right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you have a great week. I don't know what to say. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Fresh Slate Pod. Bye, everyone. Bye. Have a great week.